Hello, and welcome back to I Will Name This Podcast Later, because I don't actually care about the name, it's more about me expressing my thoughts and feelings. Today is by far the hardest thing to talk about in my life, and it's the culmination of two years of university. So instead of any fluff and whatnot, I'm going to try and do my utmost to keep this as raw as possible and provide you with the the truth so that I can understand for myself what I was going through. University third year, where where do I begin? Um, I ended, I, I discussed having bought or gone through a midlife crisis bought a Mazda MX-5 convertible sports car. So I started uni on in a headspace that wasn't great because I had... I had, I had become emotionally attached to a girl that I then didn't fight for or let go. And I, I, like, I made the decision to let go. And... I didn't really have a purpose. I didn't like the internship I was doing. So I would cry myself to sleep over that summer period. I would, just just for a combination of reasons. I started university third year, not in the best of mindsets, but as freshers go, it was average, wasn't great, wasn't bad was just average I think I only went out once that freshers and and that kind of set the tone for the rest of the year I didn't go out a lot that year no definitely not went out some but not a huge amount more in the more towards the end I think or January time I I I definitely had some sort of downward spiral I don't know what it was, but it was definitely... I don't know specifically what it was, but it was definitely the combination of everything. It was not knowing what I wanted to do after uni. It was me not valuing myself. It was... Have putting on this act, I've become so good at being two-faced in terms of what I was actually feeling and what I was actually showing were two different things. And I got so good at putting on the act that I almost tricked myself into thinking it. And as I've said before, I just, I tried to push it to the back of my mind and I tried and tried and tried, but it just hit that boiling point and I just exploded. I, I, like I said, I hit that downward spiral and I just kept going down and down and down and down and it just wouldn't stop. I felt so lonely. It was like this intrinsic loneliness, even though you've got people around you, but you, you're just so lonely. I removed myself from society. I would go to the gym at four o'clock in the morning. I get up at four o'clock in the morning. I go to the gym at five o'clock. Or four o'clock in the morning. I, get, I try and get to the gym by 4.35. Work out for an hour and a half. Just so that I wouldn't have to talk to anyone. Just so that I could avoid people. And I'd be in bed by like 10, 11. And I'd wake up the same time. I... I went through some sort of substance abuse and the bottom of this almost endless 
was me basically saying that I, I just wanted to end my life. And I never thought I'd be in that position to, to ever say that, to ever think that. But it was really hard trying to push that to the back of your mind. I would, I would cry myself to sleep at night. I would, I would try and convince myself that this was just a, this was just a blip. This wasn't real. And then, and then I realized it was real. And this is how I was thinking. I never acted on it, thank God. But I, I came close. Yeah, I came close in my car. It was, it's a rickety, rickety old thing. And the people have been in it without for that. And it was almost as if I'd hit a bump on the way home from university to to home home. And I think if I just kept turning, I'd go into the barrier and I could end this. I could end this just this internal hurt. This this I don't know how to explain it. And it's it's so hard to be in that position. It was like you have no warmth. I felt so cold all the time. I felt like life was just drained out of me. Nothing was fun anymore. And the fun that I did have was always, I felt like a facade. It wasn't, it wasn't a reality. It wasn't, it was just in that moment and I could never relive it again. And that was where I was at from October to about January and I had some serious breakdowns I I didn't know I didn't talk to anyone about it and if I did talk to people about it it was never specifically about it it was always around the topic thinking that they'd understand but in reality they didn't I don't think I never thought I'd be the person to ever speak about this. I never thought I'd be... I always thought I'd have some sort of idea of what I wanted to do in life. I always thought that I'd figure out what I wanted to do and just go with it and, and be set. But obviously my life hasn't turned out that way. I, I think that I should have moved out in third year. I should have moved into halls again and been by myself. Just a decision that... I should have made and I was just in some sort of I was in such a weird weird place to go from someone that really enjoyed talking to people to not wanting to see anyone is a shift in personality that should have been cause for concern but it was so natural because it was how I felt at the time and I wish I'd said something to someone earlier, someone that understood. I feel that sometimes I told my parents and I know my mum cried. I know my dad had some sort of feeling, but there's a little part of me that wished I'd never told them because I can see they look at me differently now. It's... It, oh. I also feel like I feel like there's a weight off my shoulders. I'm in a I'm I'm in a better place now, absolutely, and and I'll get to that. But my third year was fucked up. 
My third year should not have been that way. I tried dating again, but I met this lovely young girl who I think is an absolute superhero. And I tried, I tried it, but didn't work out. And it wasn't her fault, it was my fault. It was the mindset I was in. We're great friends now and I talk to her on a almost a weekly basis or try to at least. But I would have just burdened her and burdened myself with the thought of or what I was thinking about myself. I don't know how I got to that state, but I really fucking wish I hadn't. That that rut in that rut of mine kind of it 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 was it got out of its darkest part in Jan in January. And uni resumed, but in the exam period it picked up again because I genuinely thought I didn't I genuinely thought that I was gonna fail uni. I genuinely thought that I didn't wasn't gonna make the grades at all. And it all came flooding back. I I remember after one of my math exams that I couldn't do I, I called my dad and I just cried on the phone to him because all I wanted was a son. And it was it was it, it was just raining in England and I don't know my 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 kind of mindset is linked to the weather and it shouldn't be I know that but there's something that the sun gives me that nothing else can give me and it's this this energy that kind of just oozes out of me and I didn't have that and I really really needed it and I'd cry and I'd cry and I'd cry almost like a sobbing and a, and a wailing because I just needed the sun in my life I'd, I'd go out and take drives, but it wouldn't do it. Uh, I tried tried to distract myself. I I took up rock climbing in the second year summer and tried to continue that over into the third year. And I did it. It was a really great outlet. Um, I got to... It was good because it required all my attention. If I, if I, for one moment, didn't pay attention to climbing up the wall, I would slip and potentially break my legs. So it was a really great way of focusing all my energy on getting from point A to point B in the best way possible and the safest way possible. So I want to thank my barber for getting me into that, Tommy. I wish I'd continued it and tried to continue it. It's just that things, obviously, university picked up and... I I had to concentrate on the work more and then exams came round and I gave up the gym. I stopped going to the gym again because I thought I thought that the exams would exams were more important than my health and then realized halfway through that I should have been going to the gym but then it was this kind of just I got onto this paradox of what do I do? I can't make a decision on anything. I was so scared to make decisions just about anything in life. And I ended university and I'm pretty sure I I ended up just crying. I think I came home and I just cried in a corner. A university broke me in ways I never thought it would. And I was told before I went that university was going to be the best three years of my life. University has been you could say it's been the best and it's been the fucking worst three years of my life because I had to go through this shit 
Yeah, I felt like it was a waste of time. I felt the, the university, one thing, I, I've, it's not like I've never failed, but university was my biggest failure. It was the biggest miscalculation that I've ever made. And it hurts me because I don't like to fail. And these, these are my thoughts right after uni. I was, I just was so broken. I don't understand how, how I even got to that place. I don't, I don't even think I understand now. It fucks you, it fucks me up, man. Met some great people, but it really fucks me up. And it's by my own design, it's by my own doing. And I don't know why, oh, for God's sake, man. I wish I'd talked to someone, I wish I'd been open with open enough to talk to people about this because I, maybe I could have got some insight from someone about, about this, but it's only when you mention it after university that you realize that all these other people are going through similar things in their own little worlds. And only then do you realize that, oh shit, I could have said something to this person and actually had a takeaway from, from them that I maybe should have kept going to the gym or I should have I should have called my parents or I should have called a family friend about potentially what do I do. But I never felt that I had that kind of relationship with certain people. And my like like I've said before, my ego got in the way. I thought I was a superhero. I thought I this didn't affect me. This wouldn't affect me. Mental health, I thought was a whole bunch of bullshit. Genuinely, I thought it was not. Nah, that's their problem, they'll sort it out until it happens to you and then you realise it is a big ass deal. Now, I never went to a doctor, I've never got I've never got fully examined, if that's the word, but I'm telling you, I know what I felt, I know how close I was, yeah. I know that crying yourself to sleep at night isn't something you do just isn't something you do when you're norm when you're in a normal mindset. I finished uni angry. And I and I know I just... I, I, what's funny is that when I started uni, I was running away from home. And when I finished uni, I was running back to home because I couldn't, I couldn't get away from there fast enough. I really couldn't. And it pains me to say this and th this is this is the first take of this and this will be the only take of this and I am on the verge of tears because I I never thought I'd end up like this It's hard. It's so hard putting yourself in this. You know, trying to trying to talk about this and put yourself in a vulnerable enough position so that you can learn from it is so hard and so enlightening. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to this back. I actually don't listen to these after I've um after I've done them. I listen to them when they're live. So whenever you listen to them, I listen to them. 
it's it's hard to compute this kind of information in your head it's really hard and for the people that can can do it i'm i don't envy a lot of things but i envy that actually i don't envy anything but i would envy that to be able to organize your thoughts in your head and and solve this type of problem without having to spokalize it oh that's a that's a feat in itself I look back on on a university now that I've had some time away from it, now that I've had, what, I think it's six months, almost six months. Uh, I finished in June, it's what, four months, five months? Yeah, almost six months, I think. And I do have a different outlook from where I was when I first finished. I think that, yeah, university, I'm, I'm still kind of reeling from the fact that for me, it was my biggest failure, and I've got to stop looking at it like that. I've got to look at it in a way that it was a journey that I had to go on to be in the position I'm in now. It was the biggest learning curve of my life, not the biggest miscalculation. I've learned so much without realizing I was learning it. Maybe this was Amy, this was by design, by someone's design, I had to go through this to to get an ego check, to get to get kind of a, you need to be checked, like, watch yourself. But I also know now that it's no one else, I wanted to blame someone, I really wanted to blame someone, but I had some time to reflect on it, and I know that it's by my own design that I ended up this way. I didn't make of it what I should have. I should have got more involved in societies, I should have... I should have met even more people in similar, with similar kind of ambitions and hobbies. I should have spoken out earlier. This shit should have been done as soon as I started feeling like this. But like I said, it's so damn hard trying to talk about this and trying to trying to categorize these thoughts and trying to vocalize these thoughts in a way that you can you can you can understand them and you can learn from them and listen to them this helps it's so therapeutic for me and it's 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 it is it really is therapeutic it's it's like it's I can just talk and talk and talk and express everything and no one judges you and no one cares what you think because you don't know if anyone's actually even listening. And so I couldn't care less if you are and I couldn't care less if you're not. And I said that in the first first episode of this. And I said it in the third episode, or the fourth episode, whichever one the last one was, or the fifth, whichever one. My heart beats all over the place right now. It's it's thumping so quickly, and I feel kind of lightheaded. And it's only it's only ten o'clock here. I'm definitely going to talk about mental health or my mental health and give more of an in-depth in it. 
because I feel it's a type of topic that I read it I read a stat somewhere the other day where some news outlet or someone had put up how mental health was was this kind of billion hundred million dollar industry. I thought to myself, like, this is just a fucking joke. That's not the whole that's not the point of this, right? That's not the point at all. You're trying to you're trying to make money off of these of vulnerable people. Fuck that, man. Fuck that. I'm I'm gonna talk about my India experience definitely as well. And what I'm actually doing out here, not I'm not just travelling. I'm, I'm actually I'm doing something here and I want to do a little get get more start dialoguing that kind of journey so that other people can potentially utilize it as well as allow me to look back and understand the takeaways and the learnings that I've I've started to learn oh it feels like for the first time in like three years I've actually started learning things again but if I've got one thing to say and one one just the only thing to say for my takeaway from uni is well, it's more than one thing. It's put yourself out there. Accept that you aren't this amazing person that is immune to all of this. Everyone has a form of mental health. And I think it's on a scale. I might be wrong, but I genuinely think it's on a scale. And it's how much you're willing to... Or how much you're, you end up reacting to it it definitely is a reacting type of thing and not saying that you can switch it off or switch it on but this downward spiral that I went into in the substance abuse and waking up at 4am and going to bed at 10am and smoking the evenings and taking caffeine in the mornings like it just wasn't healthy you get into a headspace where you can't even think properly because you're so dosed up on all of this stuff So I will say it again, and I've said it in, in some of the last ones, but if you ever get into that position, please contact someone, please, whether it's your mum, your dad, your brother, your sister, whether it's your best friend, and whether it's a family relative, auntie, uncle, whoever, yeah, fuck it, text me, I'll put my... my you, my Instagram handle is Raj Acharya. My Facebook is Raj Acharya. Um, text me. Because I don't want anyone... I would hate for someone to go through what I went through. To cry yourself to sleep at night. Yeah? to For more than one day. And not know why you're crying. And not know why you feel lonely. Is the worst feeling in the world. It is the worst feeling in the world. And I don't know what I would have done or what people around me would have said or, or reacted. It would have been so selfish for me to take my own life. It would have been so selfish for me to hit that low and just act on it. So absorb everything that you can about and then talk to someone. Let it all out in the form of a rant. 
in the form of a text, in the form of an audio, whether it's you doing your own podcast, whether it's you taking photos and posting them on Instagram, find a way that allows you to release the outlet and vocalize it. Because if you vocalize it, or if you if you write it down, you are laying it out, and you are. Jesus, hold on a second, man. You are allowing yourself to understand the true nuances of why potentially you're going through this. Like, give yourself some love, man. Life's hard. Life's so damn hard. No one said it. No one thought it would be. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I've had a cushy life, yeah, but I wasn't born with a silver spoon. I'm not rich, like I said. But, and I've gone through my own set of problems and dealing with that by not talking to people and thinking that I can, I can get through it. Oh, yeah. Nah. Just like Gymshark says, there's no egos... There is no place for egos in the gym. With mental health, there's no place for egos either. I think... I think you just got to talk, man. Just talk to people. Just gain an understanding, gain some insights. And, and use that to help you. Toughest three years of my life. And like I said, I never think I'd ever, I'd ever ever be at this ever be at that point I was at when I finished university. I never thought it'd end there. Not a single future reality did I think that that would be there. If you told me at the start I was going to be there at the start of university, I would have laughed in your face. I'd have said, "Fuck off! You're wrong. There's no way in hell that's happening to me." No way in hell. Ask anyone, and I and I would have said no. And yet, somehow, you find a way to get learnings from it. You find a way to take a learning away from the deepest, darkest time in your life, and know that full well, you can pull yourself out of that, and. You can keep on grinding. You can keep on going. I am not the same person I was before I started university. I have changed dramatically. And yet I'm only realising the six months down the line. After finishing university. I, I, I'm not going to do an inspirational figure today. Because that was quite heavy for me. So I want to sign off for today and I want to make sure that I do talk about my further into mental health, potentially. I want to talk about my India experience and also this summer. This summer, definitely need to talk about this summer. And then from there, we'll, we'll think about topics. This is me signing off for the evening. Good night.